And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. We're back. It's been a couple weeks and we are back with Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Keeg, where we talk about this week's new comic releases, whether they're DC, Marvel, or indie. We're here to talk about it. It is June 1st, June 1st, uh, 2023. Um, and for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out every Tuesdays. New Marvel and indie comics come out on Wednesdays. And we're here on a Thursday, June 1st, to talk about what came out. I am your host, Demetri Pereira. Um, Welcome back, everybody, uh, if anyone's watching and or listening. You're watching us. You're watching us live on twitch.tv slash Show or youtube.com slash Show. Or if you're listening to the podcast, it's wherever you get your podcast from. Um, either way, welcome back. It's been a couple weeks. Uh, we're going to talk some comics with our awesome guests, both of which I haven't had on the show in a while. Uh, first, uh, you may know him from the Wednesday Pull podcast. Uh, wait, is the Wednesday Pull podcast the Wednesday Pull list podcast? It's the Wednesday poll list. We might change it soon because <laughs> everywhere else it's Wednesday poll. So I get I get confused. We got Lex here. What's up, Lex? Hey, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me back. Yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being back. I know that uh, uh, for all the guests that are on the show, you know, you guys take time out of your day to come talk talk uh, talk comics with me. So I appreciate it. You know, everybody uh, has a lot going on, so I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we also got Sammy DeMonster herself, Sammy D. What's up, Sammy? Hey, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Yeah. Also, I mean, you've been busy too. Yeah, I have. Just so sleepy. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. That being said, there was there was a big book that came out this week um, that I know you read um, that I um, I was very excited for you. And then I read it as well. Um, we'll go over that in a, in a, well, in a split second, actually. What did we read this week? Um, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to break it down with you guys. Um, um, well, Sammy, what'd you read this week? It's DC's Pride Anthology 2023. Sorry, repeat that. Sorry, what was that? DC's Pride Anthology 2023. I look uh -huh. forward to it every year, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Did you get to Power Girl or no? Nah? Yeah, I did. I read Power Girl um, issue one DC Comics. Yeah. Is it just special? I think it's just it's a special. special. It's not not an issue, but yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. yeah. I just read those, two, but you know DC is pretty pretty thick. Lots of stories in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew I knew that that. Uh, I knew you were going to do the DC Pride one, obviously. Um, and I'm glad that you did Power Girl because I also read Power Girl. So I'm excited to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, Lex, what do you, what'd you get, get this week? All right. So it was a photo finish, but I read DC Pride, but only the Grant Morrison story. Which one I was read that one? Which one was the Grant very first, The very first one. Oh, with the multiversity one, it's the the green that Green Lantern looking one. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, okay. flashlight. Flashlight. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. So DC Pride. Yeah. What else? It's my only book from DC. Over at Marvel, I read Spider Man twenty six, Amazing Spider Man twenty six. I read The Punisher. Don't even know what issue that was. Um, uh, twelve. Punisher twelve. I read Edge of the Spider Verse two. Mm -hmm. Clobber in time three mm -hmm. and over at image 
I read mm-hmm. Deep Cuts and Local Man. Deep Cuts 2, Local Man 4, I believe. And then over at IDW, there's a new book they had come out this week called Catfight. And I read that one. Okay. That's a good, that's a good amount. Um, I read uh, Amazing, uh, at Marvel, I read Amazing Spider-Man 26. I also read Alien number two. Uh, One of Mm. the many, one of the handful of books that have the 20th Century Studios imprint label on it. Marvel does it, but an imprint of Marvel is doing Alien, Predator, Planet of the Apes, any 20th century movie that was turned into comics. It's their new like imprint. Anyway, Alien number two, I read. Uh, that's at Marvel, specifically that imprint. Uh, also at Marvel, Captain America, uh, uh, Symbol of Truth, number 13. Clobber in Time, number three. Deadpool, seven. Doctor Strange, three. Edge of Spider-Verse, two. And Punisher, 12. Uh, on the DC end, I read DC Pride 2023. I read Power Girl Special. And I think that's it from DC. And it, I didn't read any third-party uh, companies um, this week. But we got a good mix, you know? Uh, the uh, Did you read the... Okay, so l- let's talk about... Let's talk about DC Pride 2023 because today is June 1st, uh, the first day of Pride Month. DC Pride 2023 is a yearly anthology book that comes out with a bunch of new stories every single time. Um, And then Marvel Voices Pride, which is the Marvel version, will be coming out um, in two weeks on the 13th or 14th or something. But Sammy, you got the variant cover? Yes. Yeah. How did I guess you were going to get that one? I know. It's not a character me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, there's a couple of stories in this, and I do have some criticism about some of the stories they chose, but um, let's talk about that first story. Um, It takes place on an alternate world in the DC multiverse, and this is the first anthology or story in the anthology that they open up with, and it has to do with, like, uh, Flashlight, um dealing with the death of their universe's speedster i i i was lost honestly to be honest um i i didn't know what's happening either it's not i yeah i i sped through that one i was like i don't know what's happening uh yeah that's grant morrison man you gotta you gotta embrace the uh the confusion (laughs) when reading any of their work I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. My criticism of this DC Pride book, um, the question we gotta ask ourselves is who is it for? Yeah. Right? Like we obviously know who it's for because it's DC Pride. That part, yes. But is it for longtime comic book readers? Is it for heavy science fiction readers? Or should there be more accessible stories in this? Because I didn't find very many of these stories accessible to a new reader. I actually really agree with you. Um, the last couple of years, I felt like the stories were really accessible and it was great for a way to like bring your readers in, see representation. And this year I, I was definitely lost a few stories and a few stories were kind of calling back the anthology from the year before and had like already established characters. Like uh, there were characters, you know, and then there were characters that I was like, I don't think anybody else would, would know these characters. Um, just jumping right in, like, like Jess, 
like Kid Quick Flash, they were in the anthology last year and they were in like multiversity. Yeah, it's de- it definitely felt less accessible, which was a little bit unfortunate. I mean, I love DC Pride and I'm glad it exists, but this audience definitely was more for longtime readers as opposed to new as I felt the last two were. Right. I feel like, like this one was like, oh, are you celebrating Pride? Are you a longtime reader celebrating Pride? It's like a such a smaller group, as opposed to, are you celebrating Pride, which could mean longtime readers, or people who are just coming in wanting to relate to these characters as a new reader, and then being essentially, like, mind-fucked? Like, I don't know. That that's That's what I got out of this. I and like believe- I'm used to this, but also it was like I zoned out hard on that on that <laughs> flashlight story. Yeah, I didn't really like that one either. Um, there were some. Which one did really you like? Oh, I loved. Let me look at this. I love the Harley Quinn one with the. Um, with Crush, Harley Quinn, Crush. Poison Ivy, and Crush. Yeah. Yeah, the art style was so cute. It was really fun. I felt like you didn't really have to understand who Crush was to enjoy it, and I feel like like it's. You know, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy are very popular characters. The next one with um, with with uh, Apollo Connor. and Midnighter. Oh, Connor, yeah, yeah, Connor and um, Tim Drake. Yeah, I feel like was like less accessible. Like I know who they are from. I I know who Connor is from last year's anthology, and I felt like we jumped into a story, and I felt like I had missed a lot between last year and this year. I, I mean, like I understood the basics of it, and there were some really great moments. But I definitely felt like that one was less accessible. Um, this next one I, I liked, but I didn't understand it, which was Subspace with this, I don't know who they are. They were like contacting the Still Force and uh, who was formerly known as Kid Quick, but now it's just a flash of their world from like the Jenner Brent universe. They're non-binary. Their name is yeah. Jess. It's cool to see them again. I like their character, but um you, last time I saw them, they were too quick. So obviously, like a lot happened in between, and I didn't really understand who this other character was, Jules. I, I don't. It was very confusing, like what their powers were. I, I, yeah. Yeah, I think that, it was a new character introduced in this. Uh, introduced in this, or introduced in La- I think it was introduced in Lazarus um, Planet. Was it? Yes. Last- they did have notes. Mm. They did have. Um, yeah. So like, I'm not mad at it. I just. I definitely like, didn't absorb it as much as I think I would have if I had understood what had led up to it. Next was Anniversary with, with um, what's, what are their names again? Apollo and Midnighter? Is it Apollo yeah. and Midnighter? Yeah, I knew them from last year's Pride Anthology and I was like, I actually don't think you really need to know them to understand the story and I, I did like this story. They were talking about like the importance of of protesting and how people got their rights that way and it just shows like... um you know the anger that comes with like an unjust world and they have like a, a marriage on tv to just show like their love is, is their strength um so i like that i definitely like didn't understand everything that was going on with the characters but i don't think it was important for the story like the story was about them and like their relationship to like being a queer superhero and like protests and stuff so i thought that was pretty solid um and then the next one was lost and found which this character xanthi is from spirit world which just came out a couple of weeks ago yeah. Did you read Spirit World? Uh, no. Spirit World one came out. I know. Uh, I haven't yeah. read it. Um, but it was Xanthi, Zan- and then yeah. and then Batwoman came in, who I haven't seen in a quick minute. 
Yes, yeah, I don't know where she's been, but this story actually, um, I felt like was pretty good standalone. How did you feel about it? Because I feel like I learned a lot about this character, even though I read the first issue. And so I feel like this actually, you could read it in any order. It's like, this could really lead you up to Xanthi's character or vice versa. Like, I felt like, like we learned a lot. Okay, they're like, they exist between the spirit world and the living world and stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think accessibility is is two, twofold, right? Um, pun not intended because Xanthi folds paper into origami and then makes That's it so into cool, weapons. Yeah. So, yeah, so, cool. uh, so, so twofold. Um, is that accessibility is in the plot or the premise itself. Um, so if it's too heady, it's not accessible for new readers. But accessibility also has to do with like a character's continuity. Like if, if you have a really like down to earth character like Connor Hawk, but he's referring to issues of the past that have happened, then it's not as accessible. This one yeah. was accessible in both ways, I think. Because yeah, Batwoman is fairly easy to comprehend. And Xanthi yeah. is the only one that you had to like really understand, you know? Yeah. And they were like super relatable. They really explained who they were very easily. And I felt like this was not connected to the spirit world issue at all in a good way. You know, this, this, I felt like I learned a lot more about them here, but no, I, I thought this one was very accessible and I really, I loved it. The scene at the end where they were like giving bat woman like a tree to plant uh, i was just so cute like that one looks so like vulnerable and it was just so cute and they're like flirty I, I i love that one a lot um yeah definitely accessible yeah the next one was steelworks tower um i actually didn't know who this character was um i i know who like nubia is and so i understood the premise and then the story was like pretty self-contained but i will say like i didn't understand everything maybe you could explain this to me actually when this character put on like their uniform they have yeah. like uh, the, the you know the uh, house of l symbol i've seen them on the cover of comics before and i don't know who they are yeah they're cool so that character is natasha irons um who irons? is john henry irons who is steel they're both steel um john henry irons was the first steel um he you know he was one of the replacement supermen after superman's death but natasha irons is is john henry uh his niece and okay. so she also builds a suit of armor and she's her own thing. Um, okay, cool. Her, her status as, uh, as a queer character is relatively new. Same with uh, Catman. Cat, yeah, but Catman's been by for a while. Uh, not for a while. Maybe five years our time. So I guess relatively okay. new. Yeah. Okay, sick. I, yeah, I don't really know much about him. This story, I'd say, was like mediumly accessible. Like, I do wish I understood more of like these characters, but ghost the Ghostmaker Catman story. Oh no, this one with um Nubia. And stuff. Oh, like, Steel and Nubia. Yeah, I thought it was like medium accessible. Like, I understood it was going on and it was fun, but I I didn't feel like I was able to connect to any of the characters as much as like Xanthi and Batwoman because it was just the writer did a really good job just getting you to to relate to them. You know? Yeah, I think I think the Ghostmaker and uh, Catman. One was it was short but sweet. It worked. Yeah, you definitely like didn't need to know any of these people. You know, these are just two superheroes fighting crime and then just like having a nice night together. Very, very straightforward. Yeah. Very cute. Yeah. I didn't realize um, Catman until I was like looking at the scars on his chest. It's like, oh, that's Catman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Catman's great. Um, I don't know much about him. 
Um, uh, yeah, he's in Secret Six, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I think it's cool that they like they're digging deep for some of these guys. Not the Catman's super deep, but like I mean, it's kind of the the problem is that like um, the problem is that sorry, I'm just trying to. There we go. Um, the problem is that like most of the ca uh, characters that are uh, LGBTQ aren't prominent characters for you know it's a multiple like multiple reasons yeah but marvel has marvel voices pride coming out in uh two weeks so right so we'll see i mean i would love to compare them not to pit them against each other but like compare them on like how they're like what's the strategy on making these anthology books whether marvel's right. voice pr voices pride will be more accessible like, yeah, yeah, I, I you know. Okay. Um, I would hope so, you know, because it doesn't matter whether the, the character is well known or not. It just you gotta tell a good story and to tell Absolutely. a story that people can jump onto. Yeah. That's kind of Yeah. Absolutely. And like you and like you said, making it to where it's not like you have to read 10 years worth of back issues and have all these obscure storylines that you need to keep up with. Yeah. Right. Because well, can you imagine yeah. if they if they did that with the Batwoman story? If the Batwoman yeah. story included all her whole series plot that had happened yeah. years prior and then brought it up. And it's like, eh, you know, they brought up a yeah. couple things, but it wasn't necessary. Yeah, they it didn't affect the understanding of the plot. Yeah. Um, rural Vermont. What do you think of this one? Which one? Rural Vermont, uh, whatever it's called, but it takes place in rural Vermont with the like Constantine and Oh, the Constantine Connor, um, or not Connor, uh, 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 John. It's kind. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty straightforward. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, there was. That was a. That was like a. That issue had nothing to do with their sexualities whatsoever, uh, which is kind of good. I yeah. mean, it's good. You know, it was yeah. just the characters are. They never brought it up though. It could have been a just a standalone oh, actually, separate thing. Actually, you know. In this scene when they're talking to each other, they both have the bi flag behind them. Oh, that is funny. Yeah. 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 Nice. Both bisexual. Like in the sunset or like the dusk. Yeah. Like sky. Yeah. yeah. It, I, I thought that was a cute little touch. But yeah, it was pretty standalone, yeah. pretty straightforward. And then, yeah, the dream one by Nicole Mans was just like two pages. So I was like, oh, that's it. Yeah. It, it's just supposed to lead us into Dreamer's solo book. Yeah. And the forward um, was. Um, always love the forwards, but yeah. Um, I like Nicole Maines, um, but I'm not interested in Dreamer, which is fine. I'm not here to 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 stop Dreamer from having her, her own solo series. Um, I hope I hope she becomes popular. You know what I mean? That's I think a good point of view because people I think get confused like I don't like this thing, so it shouldn't exist. It's like it might not be for you, which is great, but like you should encourage people to have the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. if somebody who posts about, like, woman-led yeah, comics, sure. queer shit, people are like, I don't want queer stuff. I, why do you want, like, woman-led comics? What, right. We shouldn't have stuff. We should burn Harley Quinn comics. And I'm like... If it's not for me, it shouldn't exist. Yeah, it's so yeah, selfish. It's weird. I don't know anything yeah. about Dreamer. So I'm, I think I'm going to give the new one a go. Because I, I didn't watch the Supergirl series, so I don't really know anything about Dreamer. But... Yeah. My, and I, I don't want to go too in depth of it, but my problem with some of the CW shows and superhero comics in general, I hate how every character can create constructs now. So like, 
like when Flash can use speed force energy to create speed force constructs, like weapons out of speed force energy, then Dreamer can use dream energy for her constructs. Then like, what's the point of a Green Lantern? Green Lantern can do that, <laughs> yeah, I can, I can you know? Like if you could use electricity to make elect electricity constructs, like what's the point? Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, we'll move on to, you know, uh, to the other big book that came out this week. Um, that I know Lex read, um, Sam didn't read, I read it. Uh, it's been an upset. It's uh, like like a lot of people are upset. And Lex, I want to I want to ask you about. What are we talking about? Amazing Spider-Man twenty six. Yeah, I figured. What else? What I'm else? Excited. Is That's odd? the reason why when you when you, well, I was let down by Punisher like big time. So that's why I was like, ah, I didn't know we were talking about, about that. Yeah, but um, yeah, I was excited. That's why when you asked me to come on, I was excited to talk to you about it because I haven't yeah. been able to really talk about. Uh, you know, when I'm on Twitter, I don't try to, I don't try to put any spoilers or anything out like that, anything like that. So uh, I don't really get to talk that often unless it's on the show. So I'm excited yeah. to talk about it now. And so have you been keeping up with it? I, I would assume. And yeah, I've been, reading, I've, I've been reading, like I've been pushing through even on the bad issues. I'm like, okay, let's keep it yeah. going. It makes, it makes no sense. Plan planning wise, if I was who's the writer on this? Zeb Wells? No, not Zeb Wells. It's Zeb Wells. It's it Zeb is Zeb Wells. Wells. If yeah. I was Zeb Wells and I was like, okay, I'm planning this whole thing, I would have planned it better. Like we were talking about in a previous <laughs> episode on how this big reveal should have been it should have been placed better, you know? Uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot to talk about with this i mean from the yeah. marketing standpoint where everything got leaked last yeah. week and the week before that and uh, just kind of shoehorning this whole big twist into it's, it it didn't uh, need to happen well that there's things going on behind the scenes that not that i know for sure but zeb wells is a um connected to the marvels movie mm. with miss marvel and i assume that from what i've heard She's going to come back relatively soon and yeah. in the next been related title. And so they're, I think they're just trying to clear all that up for the corporate synergy, which is, <laughs> I hate it so much, I, but I think I, they I've were just like, Hey, theory. I've heard hey, that Zeb, we need this. We need this to happen. Uh, just make it happen in Spider-Man. And so he has to like write it in the best he can. And it just is not very good. Uh, Sammy, did you watch Miss Marvel on Disney Plus? Yes, I liked it. I yeah, I loved it. Um, so the big theory with this, basically, Sammy, I don't know if you knew, but Kamala Khan just died in Amazing Spider-Man twenty six. They killed her. They they killed her ridiculously. They built up a death, and they killed her uh -huh. for some reason. She she's probably appeared in five pages over these 25 issues. Like she has not appeared much, but she appeared yep. just to die. Whoa. Just so yeah. the theory is that they're going to bring her. I mean, the theory for synergy is that they're going to bring her back around the time the Marvel's movie comes out in the comics with her MCU power set as a mutant because mm -hmm. she's a, she's a mutant in the MCU and not an inhuman. 
Right. But so it's kind of funny how that's a canon. Sorry, what would you say? You think that they killed her off to make her more connected to the MCU? I mean, that's what people say. I don't, I mean, yeah. I would, I don't, that wouldn't surprise me, but it is kind of funny that like when Marvel was trying to get rid of the mutants, they made Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver into uh, high evolutionary things. Uh, and then they incorporated a bunch of Inhumans, but then now that the Inhumans aren't in the MCU the, and then the mutants are coming in, they're trying to shift <laughs> back to everybody's a mutant yeah. now. Because, yeah. Yeah. Oh God. I remember the Inhumans on Agents of Shield. They had a they tried to have a, their own show, didn't they, for a hot second? They did have a, yeah. a season. They had a season. It was not very good. No, it's not good at all. Theaters. <laughs> they, they released the two first episodes in theaters. I remember that. It wasn't very good. No. I only saw it. I was like, I don't think I want to see more. It was very cheaply done. Yeah, yeah. it was. Um, so in this book, they killed Kamala and they, cause basically, Uh basically the bad guy was like, the bad guy wants to kill Mary Jane and then he'll get ultimate power. And then Kamala Khan takes Mary Jane. And then in another panel, you see Mary Jane running and then she gets like sliced through the back, like impaled on a, on a sword kind of thing. And then it turns out, oh, no, that was Kamala in disguise as Mary Jane. And Kamala hasn't shape-shifted since her, like, first appearance. I was just about to say, like, I was just about to say that. She hasn't she done hasn't that in a very, very long time. Since her, like, first accident, issue. Right? What's she up? did it by accident. She, like, turned into Captain Marvel by accident, right? Yeah, in the first issue. Mm-hmm. And then she hasn't used it at all or accessed it or even had that power set. Yeah. since her inception to her death what is the point it is so weird and then like, you have all these characters that in the current continuity don't know her uh, her relationship with peter has been highlighted throughout the years but in this continuity it's not like it is in like any of those side stories uh, like they didn't even know each other's secret identity until they she takes off her mask and right now yeah but yeah. did they not? Did I, I don't remember them ever knowing each other's. Uh, there was a, there is a, there was a one shot. There was like a special. It was not in the main continuity where they switch bodies. And okay. when she's in Peter's body, she runs straight to a mirror and takes off her mask. And she's like, I don't know who that, who I am. And then they introduce each other. I literally love that when that happens. Like when yeah. they're, they're revealed and they're like, who the fuck is that? It's Rando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's not yeah. Bruce Wayne yeah. when everybody knows Bruce yeah. Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Um. So a, a lot of people have just have been uh, cursing this run. I've had people reach out to me to try to join their like petition to you know blacklist this Spider Man line. And and I was telling Sammy before we started that Amazing Spider Man is sort of my toxic collecting trait. I'm I'm all for if you don't enjoy something, don't buy it. But I've always collected Spider-Man. So it's like, am I really going to stop collecting it for three issues and then jump back on and have that? My OCD won't let me have 20 issues in the middle of my collection. Uh, So I'm pushing through. Here's the question. When they do inevitably bring her back, how good does it have to be that it will 
overwrite any bad sentiment about what just happened? How do they make it up from here? Like it has to, the payoff has Flashlight, to be even bigger. Obviously. <laughs> what? I've heard it. I've heard it was going to be in. Uh, I've heard it was going to be in the uh, Hellfire Gala. That they'll bring Kamala Khan back in Hellfire Gala. Yeah. Um, I can't speak. I can't speak for the Muslim community. Um, I don't know how they would feel about Kamala being resurrected in something called the Hellfire Gala. I'm just. Yeah. I, I'm just. I'm throwing that out there. It's... I don't know whether that's a real thing. I can't speak for that community. But it doesn't sound too yeah. great. Um, doesn't sound great. Nothing about this sounds great. I yeah. I... Can we blame Zeb Wells though, or can like is he just following orders as a writer? Because what people don't realize out there is writers, comic book writers, don't get to do exactly what they want to do. They are beholden to mm -hmm. editorial, you know, ebbs and flows, right? It's definitely. I would assume it's definitely an editorial issue because there's a story there that. I don't necessarily hate, um, you know, with the death of Mary Jane, of course, it's like a, a shake up and, you know, you have this Peter can never be happy thing. But if the story plays out e exactly the same way, but Mary Jane actually dies, it's a better story than Kamala popping up, He's transforming into Mary Jane and yeah. they fridge her instantly <laughs> like fridge. this prominent character. <laughs> um yeah i just i think that there's a, a good story in there somewhere but it just stinks with like editorial hey by the way we are going to try to do this we need you to we need you to write that in somehow i i'm pretty sure i okay i like zeb wells i do i like him in hellions same. i like his writing right like same so i am going to give him a benefit of the doubt and be like it wasn't his choice and i'm going to give him an extra benefit of the doubt if he was told that it has to be leading in this direction for these last 25 issues, I think he would have written Kamala in more. But I don't know, because I don't know whether he was given all the pieces to the puzzle until they finally were like, you gotta lead up to her death. Yeah. It's such a weird, it's such a weird death, too, because you have all these characters. Uh, just mourning over in these last couple of pages that they have never interacted with her or haven't interacted with her much. Yeah. Meanwhile, I mean, and maybe, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen in the next issue. You know, you have her, she has a strong relationship with Miles. She has the champions. You have all these characters that are actually really close to her. Yeah. And and if they're not included at all, it's definitely like a, why, why are we doing this? Why, why'd you add this in? They are doing like a requiem issue yeah. or something yeah they're doing like a one shot of like people crying over her it's weird i don't know what the it's point weird. is and i i don't i i think it will it'll take a really good writer and less editorial you know hands in the pot to make this mm -hmm. work out in the long run at the very, yeah. the bet, I mean, maybe the best they can do is make this forgettable and people move on from this atrocious story. Maybe that's the it's best gotta be they part can of do. the plan. It's got to be part of the plan. Like, we'll just rush this all out. It'll be like a three month thing and then we'll She'll get back, back to the status quo. Yeah. Because <laughs> Marvel's comes back in a couple in, in what September? When's Marvel's coming out? 
November. November, I think. I saw that movie. So can you explain to me how the mutants are coming back to the MCU? So we don't know exactly, but we mm-hmm. do know that they're that that Bruno mentions that Kamala has a mutation that allows her to use her powers. And then it, and then the X-Men theme song played under it. That's all we know. Like, honestly, we don't... I loved X-Men growing up. I loved X-Men Evolution in the live-action movies. Yeah. I can't wait, but they hopefully do it right. I don't know what's going to happen. We shall... Especially yeah, if, there's, other if than... there's synergy between the MCU mutants and Krakoa. I doubt they're going to do Krakoa in the movies. I really, I highly doubt yeah. they're going to do Krakoa. And that's what another thing I'm worried about is them trying to like fast forward through a lot of that stuff. It depending on how much, you know, because you have Deadpool coming out and there's been rumors that old Fox characters are a lot more old Fox characters are going to be in Deadpool. Deadpool 3. Deadpool 3 Deadpool has 3. to be a multiversal thing. It's not... I don't it's think gotta it's be, not, yeah. It's not the mutants that are in the MCU. It's the multiverse. Yeah, 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 for you know? sure. For sure. Um, but I just, you know, I don't want them to be like, all right, the X-Men have had a good run, uh, but we're going to fast forward through this. Yeah. And we're gonna Let's just wrap up back this to, stuff and yeah. bring them back to the Academy. And it's like, oh, yeah, no, I just shut it again. all down. It's, I just have a feeling that that's what's going to happen and it's going to be so terrible. Yeah. Um. We'll move on from uh, uh, Spider-Man, um, but a question, just a general question. Lex, do you read DC Comics? I read mostly DC Comics, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, well, I read, I read mostly indie Abbott books. Spider-Man, but you know. Me too. Yeah. I'm mostly indie. To me, it's tricky. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, more, you gotta read more indie. Well, I'm I an did indie, read. I'm an indie I did, guy, but. I did read the two TKO comics that I've had that I didn't read and I will be doing a TikTok on them. It was nice. um um it was red uh, the 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 one red with fork. the roadkill on the cover, red fork and then it was um it's the AI it's the AI spaceship one. I forget the title. Sentient. I love that one. Sentient. Yeah. Sentient was so, good. Yeah. So that's good. I read I, I read love those. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh DC uh, had a Power Girl special um, mm-hmm. that I want to touch on. Um, Lex, I don't know if you read it, but I know Sammy did. I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Uh, I was looking at it. It's one of those ones. Like A lot of times where it's like one shots or specials, I'll wait until it's... Uh, I have DC Universe, um, mm. their Ultra, whatever it's called. And so they put them on there pretty yeah. quickly. And so anytime it's Infinite. like a one shot like this... Yeah, Infinite. I just, I'll just read it on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that's interestingly being being pushed in DC um, uh, Dawn of DC is the Super Family, right? They're they've been mm-hmm. expanding the Super Family, and with the Super Family comes Power Girl, who's always been kind of like the black sheep of the weird. Super Family. Yeah, weird. You know, step cousin. Right. It's yeah. It's like this step cousin kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's weird. But then with Lazarus Planet, they gave her psychic powers, and then they're starting to am, move her into the spotlight a little bit sammy so what were you gonna say i'm i i know power girl i've like i know Supergirl. i've not read the lazarus hit and so i could tell reading the story that there was a lot that i should have read before it so if you want to like send me what i should read before it i would love that because I, I enjoyed the comic i just wish i understood what was going on psychic power she, she had like a different backstory it seemed like because power girl is like 
Supergirl from a different universe in the future, but she's talking about like being raised by an AI. I was so lost. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that I mean, this is one of the reasons why I don't like the multiverse as a concept. I think that it needs to be sparingly done. You need to create the rules of your multiverse because every multiverse yeah is not That's all multiverses are, are connected like there's no universe in the dc universe that i would think of there's no universe that is i love lucy and the events of the i love lucy tv show is its own universe in the dc multiverse like that doesn't you know what i mean like not every yeah. fictional thing is part of the multiverse um but like so i don't know it is kind of weird i wouldn't recommend lazarus planet i wouldn't uh unless it's no. lazarus planet revenge of the gods right right that's what it's called that's like a series yeah with shazam right now and yeah shazam and wonder woman i'm curious uh but you, you didn't like it yeah so i mean basically all you need to know is that like the lazarus pit went up into the atmosphere and mm -hmm. it it messed up magic because it's both magic and like science it's chemicals and magic so it's like it messed up a lot of people's powers and it gave new people new powers, and it shifted some other people's powers. That's all you really got to know. Power Girl still has her powers, except she was given psychic abilities. And because of that, she went to another psychic hero who was Omen, who's used to be on the Teen Titans back in the day, and then the Titans later. Mm -hmm. Omen has been helping her try to hone her ability. That's all you need to know. And then this Johnny Sorrow pops in. Yeah. That's really weird. okay. Wait a minute. Yeah. So, question: What? What? She's a different backstory now. Like, she's not Kara from a different universe. She, she's she is. Name. She is. She, I mean, it's she, that was just the story. She comes from the universe where where Kal-el is older and he has gray hair and like it's the Superman that was able to become older because it's the pre-crisis Superman. So yeah, where he was Superboy, like the whole Superboy world. Or he was, or Kyle was Superboy, yeah, on Earth, and then she he becomes an older Superman, Justice Society, then she comes to Earth. So Superman's like an adult, like an older man when yeah. this Kara comes to Earth. Okay, gotcha. Can you see in me their like, in their continuity? What to read? Because I am so lost. Okay, so she's, but she was raised by an AI, like on her way yeah. from Krypton Earth. Yeah, so basically there's no there's no Kents, there's nobody to raise her on Earth. She came to Earth as a fully formed adult woman. Instead of yeah. Kara came at like 14. Yeah. 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 Who was this other character you mentioned? Because there was like super children that I didn't recognize and like another character. I was so lost. Oh, the children are part of the super family. So Johnny yeah. Sorrow, Johnny Sorrow has the mask. Johnny Sorrow, if he takes off this mask, like a deep, there's that demon tentacle thing. But, but and he can turn people to stone, I think. But he's also intangible until he takes off his mask, or he can choose to be intangible. When he takes off his mask, he has to be tangible. So what? There's no. things How like that. To, to them, how is your religion super fan? And who are those children? So the super the children are from the. The, the children are from are. Uh, Two kids that Clark and Lois adopted from this war world um, see, that run that Superman was on war world. They, I can't remember their names. It's like... Uh, it's like Awful. Ozul, Ra, yeah, Awful, Ra, like something like that. So there's two new adopted children. And they're... So he doesn't have... 
but he also has okay but Con was connor there uh, what yeah about so connor? the break the breakdown of the super family is is this we have supergirl which is kara zor-el we have mm -hmm. super boy which is connor kent connor. aka connell mm -hmm. from young justice we have superman who who uh which is not just superman there's two superman clark kent kal-el and then there's jonathan kent he's Go also on. superman right mm -hmm. um yes then mm -hmm. we have we have both steels john henry irons and natasha irons okay so i know these people so then there's steels too and steels takes over as superman after you said no in the death of superman in the 90s. there were four yeah. yeah in the 90s there were four replacement superman when superman died there were four that tried to be fill the void yeah you fill the void right um so then there's two steals then there's keenan or kong keenan right not keenan mm. kong there's kong keenan um who is the ch uh chinese superman right oh i've seen him yeah. around what what's his story he used to have his own series right it was a, chi a chinese because yeah. china was trying to create a justice league there was a justice league of china so yeah there's like a batman there's like a batman of china one they have a speedster they have a whole justice league over yeah. there Avery Avery Ho from the Flash comics became that speed the speedster for that yep. team. Um, so but Keenan speaks only in Mandarin, I believe, and they put little brackets. And so, you know, so they're all like a couple of them are trying to learn. I don't know whether it was in this issue or a previous issue of something. Um, mm -hmm. they're trying to learn Mandarin also to like talk. But he's been hanging out and they've been playing video games, and it's kind of cool because like the youngsters have been hanging out, which is kind of nice. I like so that like young. family dynamic. Yeah. So he is young, like in the way John is, and and Connor, he, Connor, him and John, John and Con, yeah, you know, yeah. So he's not actually Kryptonian. He was like made to be Kryptonian in the way that like well, kind of no, Connor half Kryptonian. Yeah, uh, Kong Keenan. Um, is, he he I, I he got his powers by this. He got his powers by this. It's like magic based by this group called. Um, the Ministry of Self-Reliance. And uh, I, I like his character for a lot of reasons, but for a very silly reason, it's Super-Man, like Spider-Man. And that's the real defining, <laughs> defining factor between him and the other Superman. Yeah. Isn't yeah. his it is, isn't his logo also a yin-yang, but that's yeah, what makes the S? Yeah, it looks like an S, yeah. 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 Um, and then there's Power Girl. Then there's Power Girl, who is, you know, um, she's not, she, she hasn't been hanging out with the super family because she hasn't felt welcome. And so in this special, yeah. which is nice, she finally gets over that, which is yeah, really cool. I like that. Yeah. Con Keenan was in this issue. Yeah, he's, he he's playing video games, I think. He's on the couch, and there's a one scene where he's on the couch. But yeah. That's cute. They're friends. I kind of yeah. want to read this. This looks cool. I want to get into the super fan more. I only so, know like action uh, comics. Action comics. The um a couple issues ago, the dawn of DC, the start of it, that's where to start. I'd recommend it. I like it. Okay. Yeah, it was uh action comics 1051. I like this. Yeah, yeah. That's the cover of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's enough like uh background narration and dialogue that you can kind of pick up on the nuances of each character. Yeah, I think I need to cosplay this like right now. Oh, it's perfect! I love their super jackets; they're all perfect. I, I, 
I'm a real big fan of their 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 jackets instead of capes. Yeah. I like I don't know, call me maybe maybe it's because I'm like a <laughs> I'm like a like a, a 2000s comic book reader and so yeah. in that in that time jackets and hoods. Like I'm yeah. a sucker for jackets yeah. and hoods being part of your superhero outfit. Well, well I'm oh, in the same true. way even like in these like 90s avengers they all had those brown leather bomber jackets i yeah loved that when i was a kid yeah, yeah. but the hoods come into play in like the 2000s yeah small yeah for sure like for sure. every character had oh, a hood for sure yeah and yeah and i'm a huge like electric blue superman and um i talk about it all the time on the internet it's like my favorite version of superman okay. and so them adding the elements to John and making his character sort of distinct that way has just been an absolute delight for me, even yeah. though they're kind of scared to go all the way with it, but I've been loving it. I'm also a big fan of the, the, the face socks, the head socks um, in yeah. character designs yeah. like Gambit has it. Electric Superman has it like, you know, uh, yeah. Sam, you know what I'm talking about? The head socks, like the characters that like, their costume extends up and then does a design on their face. Like Gambit has it. Like, you mm -hmm. know what I'm talking about? What are what are some other examples? They're called like head I'm trying to I was trying to think about it too. But superhero like, head Yeah, superhero head socks. Wait. They just gave me real socks, man, on Google. <laughs> yeah. Little uh, it's Gray, technically. Of, you can kind of see it in this guy's cosplay. It's oh, like okay. Invi Invincible like has it. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Jean Grey technically. Cyclops technically has it. Uh, Wait, Sam so Wilson. Sam Wilson. Captain America has a has a head sock. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Like their face is exposed. Kind of. Yeah. And it has yeah. like a thing on the sides. But yeah. Anyway, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, what what comic is this? I want to write it down. What should I read? Ten fifty one. Action Comics 1051. 1051, yeah. Starts the this super family. It's been pretty good. It's a yeah, lot. Like, okay, so that should be good. Just start there. Um, Once you start there, I would start at Superman number one um, that came out recently. Um, yeah, that one's good cool too. One. And then John Kent, uh, Adventures of Superman. Adventures of Superman, John Kent. Mm -hmm. That one might be worth it. Uh, I also it's a little multiversey, but it's good. Yeah, but it's pretty straightforward as as far as multiverse is concerned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow was a six issue I or whatever. I heard that. it was good. I have it's really good. Um, yeah, I have it in hardcover. I there's like one note I have of it, but like I think it's great. I really do. Mm -hmm. I love. I feel like I used to love Supergirl, and this she reignited my love for her because. Like she's a little bit older and a little bit more like complicated, and I don't really love the CW Supergirl because it just paints her as like a really like a gender bent Superman and just like happy and bubbly when really like yeah, is the memories of yeah, an sure. entire and like has gone through so much trauma. I mean, in in that version of Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, she was like alive for a year on the little chunk that survived of the city and like watched everybody die slowly. Like she yeah, yeah. went through so much young age, and it just shows like she takes that anger and doesn't turn it into like negativity like she's to constantly try to be good and that's what matters is that she's choosing to not give into the anger and it's all about grief and stuff and like what makes one human and stuff 
And that, yeah. you know, isn't just black and white. Like she does do dark things sometimes, but when it comes down to it, she, she does good stuff. But like the main character of the is a narrator who is like from an alien planet and she just like talks really weird and it's like super like word heavy with the voiceover. And it's sometimes it's hard to like follow what the fuck the person's saying because they talk so weird. Yeah. And that's like my only note. But once you get like get past that and take a couple times to read what the heck they just said, then it's pretty freaking awesome. I loved it. Okay. I I like I like it when writers differentiate superheroes because any given superhero is a genius, is super compassionate, has the world's best willpower. Every like every superhero is the best at everything until yeah. you put them together mm-hmm. as a team and then you can see how they play. So that's why I like team books the best, better than that solo books. Yeah. You know, because like everybody's a genius in DC. Like they make like Barry Allen a genius. It's like he doesn't need to be a genius. He just needs to be good at his job. Superman's a pro- genius, as a, yeah. <laughs> as a forensic scientist. Superman doesn't have to be a genius either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Batman yeah. has to be a genius, okay. Mr. Terrific, the Atom in their specific fields. But they don't have to be a genius at yeah. everything. Like they all could like suddenly Barry Allen can invent like contraptions. It doesn't make any sense. We don't need it. Yeah. You yeah. Know? What's um, the point? So Supergirl making her a little angrier, like that, she that's is, been something that's like been in like seven years ago. Like she, they gave yeah, her a Red Lantern ring. Yeah, I like that about her character. But even before that, like um, one of the first comics I read, because I read trade paperbacks from Barnes & Noble. And only like in 2022 did I actually start going to comic book shops and like reading current runs. But so I'm like a relatively new, like I always read comics, but now I'm like trying to keep up. But yeah. She was always a little bit angry and that's why like the cw show was great and i'm so glad people enjoyed it and like she was fine as her version of supergirl but like it's just not the version that i like and know because the version that i know and that i love is angry and has a trauma but that version I, I really like because on the outside people think she's that bubbly perfect girl but you realize that she's not and like that mm-hmm. puts a lot of pressure on her as well and I, yeah. I just really love that Supergirl was, I mean, she's literally a Red Lantern. And I was once at a convention and there was a guy dressed up as a Red Lantern. Uh, and I was a Supergirl. I was like, can I take a, a picture with you? Supergirl's a Red Lantern. He's like, yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess she can if she like wants to be. Like, I don't know. And I was like, no, she literally <laughs> is in the comics. Um, but thank you for not believing me. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's angry. But I get what you're saying about like, superheroes all kind of falling into these stereotypes sometimes i will read a comic book about a superhero and i'm like this is like the most generic dialogue and like relative plot that you could replace this exact issue and storyline with any like 20 different characters mm-hmm. and it would um and i feel that way about like probably uh, like 25 percent of what i read i'm like this was pretty generic it could be any character yeah yeah um, again that's yeah. why i like my like i like x-men they don't make Gambit randomly a genius when he's uh, in yeah. a pinch. You know what I mean? Like X-Men <laughs> does something better than like so many other things, which is they know their strengths and weaknesses of their characters. So like, like Storm mm-hmm. isn't going to, like if she's in a pinch, she isn't going to invent a machine that will get her out of that problem. She will, she will like, tap into her goddess part like where she's just like her willpower (laughs) is very high right like that's storm's big thing is her willpower her like survival instincts that's huge 
Gambit is slimy. Mm-hmm. He creeps through things, right? Like that's his strength. So it's kind of what I like about X-Men. Um, let's let's hit all the rest of these in like quick blurbs so we can because we we got a bunch. Um I read Alien number two. Um it's a cool new start. I had to read Alien number one to do Alien number two, but what they've been doing is like renumbering back to number one. They've been resetting the numbers on all of these Predator, mm-hmm. Alien, a lot of these books, whatever. Anyway, this one's cool if you like Alien and you like Alien antics and you like uh, other science fiction worlds. I don't know. It's interesting because I didn't know they were even doing the 20th century imprint, so I might have to check it out. Yeah, Planet of the Apes is good too. Because they're doing mm. a new Planet of the Apes movie, and it's yeah. in continuity with it. Oh wow, that's cool. Yeah, isn't there something a like that? That's cool. Huh? Isn't there a Gorilla Transformers movie coming out? It's <laughs> well, yes, it, that is Transformers: Rise of the Beasts that have the character from Beast Wars in it. So Optimus Primal, Cheetor, Rhinox, and I think Razor, Air Razor, I think is the name uh anyway i'm looking forward mm-hmm. to that we'll see that one's a prequel that one takes place in the 90s so you know some some look forward to anyway that's alien number two uh captain america symbol of truth which is part of the cold war thing uh um the art is amazing but this tie-in mm-hmm. crossover thing has been lagging it is not i i wouldn't recommend reading this week to week Read just like get the yeah. get the trade when it Cold War trade comes out, and you'll be fine. That's what I'm it's, thinking. It looks kind of it looks down. great. It looks great, and I can see what they're trying to do, uh, but it just doesn't really hold my attention enough for like this yeah. big crossover book. Yeah, it's it's in in this issue we see Sam fighting Steve, and it's like oh come on I don't know again I'm, yeah yeah um. You said you read Catfight. You want to keep, give me a quick uh, blurb? Uh, yeah, Catfight's a new book by IDW. It, it It's pretty cool. The art is fine. Uh, it's about a jewel thief who is sort of down on his luck, reluctant to, to tap into his rich family for help, and um, it becomes sort of like a, a, a thriller because there is another group of uh, heist-ists, I guess is a word that I'm just going to make up, okay. that want him to join their team to pull a heist on his grandmother. And so he's sort of in the middle of all that. And they're trying to set him up, I think. But it, it's pretty good. It's just like a, like a heist book. Is it an ongoing or is it a miniseries? I believe it's I believe it's a limited series okay a lot of these things I feel like they're trying to like do a good job so that they can get like a Netflix uh series like a lot of of them yeah like yeah now nowadays yeah which I'm all for if they don't if they do a good job you know yeah yeah like don't make that the sole purpose like still tell a good story right yeah like like Mark Miller's Prodigy his the two series they are not oh yeah you don't like prodigy right i i didn't mind the first one i didn't mind the first one so lazy it was very yeah it was very we're gonna make this a movie it was was for sure draft a movie first draft screenplay yeah like that's what it was yeah basically sam the thing about prodigy 
the thing about Prodigy is it's the smartest guy in the world and he can just always outthink everybody. And if he ever gets like blindsided, he meant for it to happen. And like, it's just, he can yeah. never. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the end of it is what I was like, ah, oh, this is not, this is, this is. It has to do with the cult, right? That was trying to bring in an invading yeah. army or something. Yeah. Yeah, and like you said, he planned it all. So it was like, this is this stupid. <laughs> right, right. It's it's like, um, episode, like I love A-Team. I grew up watching the A-Team. But like, nice. the A-Team used to do that a lot. Where it was like, it was always part yeah. of the plan to get caught. And then they get out of it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, Clobber in time number three. Now, I originally did not want to read this. Mostly because the, the previous Thing series took place in the past. And I don't need to see series that takes place in the past unless it affects the present, like Batman, Superman, World's Finest. This one takes place mm -hmm. in the present, and it's super fun. And I read all three issues today. I did not expect to like it. It's it's good thing-centric, the thing from uh -huh. Fantastic Four, teaming up with another hero every issue. And it's yeah. called Clobber in Time. It's not even called The Thing. It's called Clobber in Time. And it's kind of funny there's antics involved and there's a lot of action and punching kaijus yeah. and stuff like that back in the late uh, 90s the thing had he was like the main character in marvel's team up and it was like the thing teams up with mm. various characters and this feels very reminiscent of that and um i i too have been enjoying this one a lot um it's for me it's a strong recommendation for comic book fans that just want to enjoy a comic book story like it's not a lot of stakes it's like you said it's kind of silly but it's supplemented with some good action the art is very very sticks with the story very good yeah and it's just a, it's just a good time it's a solid I, recommendation for like a palate cleanser book for me i love <laughs> there's moments in in this issue alone so like like Doctor Strange and the Thing like go up against this like magical wizard guy and he has like two mm -hmm. kids that are right next to him and they're like we can't fight around kids and then they're like we're 40 and I'm 40 and he's 52 <laughs> and they're like okay I guess we're fighting and then <laughs> the two kids jump on Doctor Strange and start just stabbing him mm -hmm. and then so it, silly. Cuts, it cuts to Doctor Strange being like I need a healing potion like on the ground <laughs> yeah. yes. okay. he dies seemingly he's about to yeah. die yeah he's about to die because he got stabbed by two little impish uh adults um so it's yeah so this good. one's a fun one and then you get to see the thing's butt so it's good yeah. to know that he has he has a butt crack which is good you, you, you know? do you do get to see a nice him in the bathroom butt shot solid yeah he manages to get <laughs> his underwear on before he falls into the portal though so <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. That's um also another fun book i don't know if either of you have been reading deadpool but i actually think sammy would like this run of deadpool mm. um for a couple specific reasons but this one the, uh lex are you reading deadpool i'm not a huge fan of deadpool yeah. so it takes me a lot to, to pick one up but uh i will check it out so the art first and foremost the art is amazing first and foremost second you get a lot of original characters and then you see new care or uh, characters like Deathstrike pop in as a recurring character. 
Um, the art is amazing. Mm. The writing is good. I don't like juvenile humor, Deadpool. I like smarter mm -hmm. humor or a mix of humor, like The Simpsons, where The Simpsons yeah. dumb dumb jokes and smart jokes. Like I like um, Deadpool yeah. being well-rounded that way. And so this Same. one's really hitting the spot. They have an assassin's guild or whatever, a group of assassins that like now are going after Deadpool. And Deadpool has a baby, quote unquote, which is just a carnage symbiote that grew from his kidney that calls him mommy mm. and it turns into a dog. So it's a huge monster dog made out of carnage that like is Deadpool's like daughter. It's just like, a, and, and he That's treats weird uh, her me. like a dog. He treats her like a dog and Lady Deathstrike has been hired to be the dog sitter. Nice. And yeah, so I'll probably check like, that out. That sounds yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, you also get uh, a lot of queer representation in Deadpool in this run, um, mm. and which is like, like really, it. really uh, interesting the way they do things. Um, so yeah, that's Deadpool. I don't know. I, I can't recommend this one enough. Like I, I think this is a really good Deadpool run. Um, check it out. Tell me about Deep Cuts real quick. Uh, Deep Cuts is just it's. It's definitely for, uh, like, the art fan, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. It, it's really, really a gorgeous book. It's back set in, like, uh, the 20s. Main character, great main character, Gail Gelstein. She has 48 hours to write the best, like, jazz um, hit right but she doesn't know anything about jazz so you follow that story and okay. again it's just really a, a beautiful book um mm. it's written by kyle higgins who i'm a huge fan of and uh i've just been enjoying the art more than anything but the, the story has also been pretty good okay all right um uh Punisher 12, because I don't want to run out of time and not talk about Punisher 12. It wraps up the Punisher mm -hmm. story, which I thought was good. Um, like, really good up to this point. And I'm not so let down by the ending, but I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. whatever. I don't know, Lex, if you had a thought about that. Uh, the Punisher, this current Punisher run has been, like, up and down for me. I've I've enjoyed it for the most part. I really love the stuff between him and daredevil and, and and all of that but the stuff with his family it's just been like i don't really know how i feel about it and the, and then how they wrap it up in this one with his wife just like just giving him the shaft essentially which i mean i i do like the part of the acknowledgement like hey you're not a superhero <laughs> you're actually a terrible you murder a lot of people you're a bad guy so I, I do like serial that. killers. They're like yeah. the world. Yeah. He is. He is. Yeah. I do like the acknowledgement of that. Uh, but I was also like, man. Uh, a lot of incels online are mad. That's all. Like yeah, I've no. I've read I've read it on the They're boards. I'm not yeah. mad about that. I thought it was great that they that they actually called Punisher what he is. Yeah. But the whole like I sold everything and now I'm gonna go live my life and I'm pregnant and yeah. then punisher is in like a weird weird world situation just going by frank and i just 
all of that was like "Mm, what (laughs) i i understand what marvel's do see this is an editorial decision that i i gotta say i'm on the side of um i am as long as it's well done they had to retire the skull and i think they had to retire the name is that like that's how big of a negative impact the punisher has on the real world that marvel is retiring the name punisher because they say the punisher is no more the punisher cannot yep. be found anywhere on earth that's what they said like in the comics so yep. it's like the punisher is yeah, no he's more. not dead but he they didn't is say no he's more. dead yeah the punisher yeah. isn't yeah uh and he goes by frank at the end of this so it's like okay they got rid of they got rid of the skull and they have he has a new different mm-hmm. uh, skull kind of insignia and he's not going to be called the punisher whether they bring him back at some point or not, probably, but probably. Uh, I think this was, in in essence, his last hurrah. Yeah, yeah, I agree, later. and I and I I agree. I I think this is a, I love this editorial decision, and I was just like Meh, at the end. Like the whole pregnant thing was, I think that was really like, why, what, why? That's weird. <laughs> yeah. like, that's probably the weirdest part to me is that she was pregnant. Like, okay. Because it, what, what's the story? Like, you know, yeah. like, yeah. do they why? have a kid, a kid Punisher in the future? Yeah. Like, what is? That'd be kind of, that'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Well, they have a a new kid killer at yeah. the end of this. Um, yeah. So the new, you know, Messiah. Um. All right uh real quick doctor strange number three uh this run has been uh pretty good i liked it there was a couple cool things in it uh no complaints about it i'm still sticking with it and i recommend this run and the previous run called strange uh that had to do with mm-hmm, Clea. that one was good that run was good this run's also good and they kind of they tie in together so i do and clea is not really taking a back seat she she's no longer the sorcerer supreme um of this dimension but you know, she does pop up a lot and she does her own thing and she seems pretty autonomous. So I like this. Um, Tell me really quick about Local Man and then uh, we'll close it up. Local Man has been an interesting ride because, again, I'm a huge collector of uh, like image comics and that whole wave when it first came out back in the day. And this book is sort of like a satire take on that while being a like a small town like a rural noir book pretty well done well you know it's satire without being jokey and mm-hmm. it's about a character that is on like an image 90s team that gets kicked off for a mysterious reason he has to go back to his hometown everybody hates him because he's like a joke now and his arch nemesis gets murdered and then that's sort of the whole premise of trying to figure out. And he gets framed for it, and he's trying to clear his name. And so it's just been a, a, a good ride to see some of the hometown antics coming from a small town. And then um, the satire of, like, the 90s extreme Rob Liefeld characters in a decent uh, decent book. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, um, been, it's been a good book. Um, I, might, I might check it out, maybe give it a couple like an issue and you know yeah um i'm always looking for new titles that aren't dc or marvel because um for you guys you guys may already know for other people who don't know i'm like a big dc marvel guy like those big two they're 
That's I love shared universes. That's what I like. But you get these smaller, more cohesive stories when you go to like these, um, dare I say, indie comics, uh, third party, yeah. whatever you want to call them, you know. Um, but they do good stories there. And if a lot of people do want cohesive, shorter stories, it's not yeah. for me because I've invested a lot of time into putting the encyclopedia up here. I got to put to use. So, yeah. You know. um, um, think- yeah. You have to go. My phone is my yeah. iPad's a percent. I'm so uh, sorry. Uh it's all right. Tell us real quick. Where can we find you online? What do you got coming up? Uh uh, you know, all that stuff. Uh S-A-M-I-D-E monster, just everywhere. I don't think I have anything coming up, really. Yeah, just chilling and chilling. Out. Oh, possibly working on a cosplay, maybe. And I just built a lightsaber out of PVC pipe, so maybe I'll do some tricks on camera. All right. Sounds good. Sammy, uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for taking time out of your Thursday to be on here. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Sorry I have to go so soon. It's all right. Take care, Sammy. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Uh, Lex, where can we find you? What do you got coming? Anything you want to plug? Wednesday pool everywhere on the internet. And uh, we took a hiatus for the last month, but we'll be back next week with a new episode reviewing into the spider verse so that's really the only thing i have coming up okay very nice very nice um uh yeah there, i mean there's a lot of things coming up for the keeg uh this is obviously comic talk we do this show every thursday um unless you know there's a reason not to have this show but we do this every thursday at 5 p.m pacific time 8 p.m uh eastern time um i'm your host mitra Pereira. you can find us on social media at the keeg show on tiktok and instagram those are our two biggest ones we're also on facebook and twitter that's good too if you're watching us live you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show so you can follow us there like comment subscribe let us know you're out there because we would love to know write a review do what you need to do um it's nice to know who's out there and listening brian long captain comic rex uh uh, if you're out there, let us know you're out there because he's always listening. I never know. I never know. If he sticks around this long, uh, let us know. Patreon.com slash The Keeg Show if you want to give back to The Keeg. Um, and also, if you're listening to the podcast, it's wherever you get your podcasts from. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and now Stitcher. So we are all over the place. We got some big things coming up. Secret Invasion After Show. That is huge. Um, the Keeg Talks. Uh, where we talk about a different geek topic every single week. Most of the time it's movies. This weekend, we're talking The Little Mermaid and we're talking Spider-Verse. Two different episodes that is uh, coming up soon. So uh, definitely stay tuned, anyone out there uh, for that. Uh, Like, comment, subscribe, do all your stuff. Find us everywhere you can. We would love to know you're out there. We appreciate you guys taking time out of your day or night to watch and or listen. Um, Other than that, that's pretty much it. Uh, thank you, Lex, so much for coming on. Um, it's always a pleasure, and I don't have you on nearly enough, so thanks. But I am having you next week on Comic Talk. I'm excited. I'm All excited. Right. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, for anyone out there, definitely follow Lex. Definitely follow Sammy on social media. Uh, that's pretty much it. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, watching, everybody. Once again, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira, and this has been Comic Talk for the week of... June 1st, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
super strong or super fast. 